This show is powered by BL3P, the Lightning-enabled European Bitcoin exchange. Connect the build. Brandon, BTC Inc. and Puerto Rico. Albert Einstein was one of the most influential physicists and thinkers of the 20th century. Einstein's most famous contribution to science are uh, his theories of special relativity and general relativity. These theories revolutionized our understanding of space, time, gravity and the fabric of the universe. Do you think Einstein would have preferred the proof-of-work consensus mechanism instead of proof-of-stake if he was still alive? Yes. Did you manage to crack the Shard 256 using JetGPT? <laughs> no. Bitcoin Pizza Day is an annual event celebrated on May 22nd to commemorate the first documented real-world transaction using Bitcoin. On this day in 2010, a programmer named Laszlo Hannes um, paid 10,000 Bitcoin for his uh, two pizzas. It is, uh, is it because of this uh, event pizza became your favorite food? Absolutely, yes. Bitcoin Amsterdam will be even better than the Miami edition we had this year. Yes. Are you a Boricua? No. <laughs> Inter Miami is a professional football team based in Miami, Florida. The club recently signed former FC Barcelona legends Sergio Busquets, Jordi Alba and Lionel Messi. With a great success because uh, with, with great success because led by Messi, the team reached the final of the League's Cup. Will they win this final? No. Bitcoin will also be used by non-human species. Yes. Shrek 2 is a 2004 animated comedy film and the sequel to the highly successful 2001 film 2001 film Shrek. The film continues the adventures of Shrek, a lovable ogre and his friends as they navigate through various humorous and fairy tale inspired situations. Did you know Shrek 2 was the first sequel to ever nominated for an Oscar as best animated feature? No, I didn't. The coqui is a tiny frog native to Puerto Rico. The species is named for the loud call the males make at night. This sound serves two purposes. Co serves to repel other males and establish territory, while the key serves to attract females. Female coquis are not generally known to sing. The male does the mating call and the female listens and judges to identify which guy sings better. Do you know its scientific name is Eleutheredactylus, which means free toes, which references to the frog's shape? No, I didn't. Are you Satoshi Nakamoto? Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Connected World Weekly Podcast. I'm Edward. And I'm Steph. We are ready to take you with us into the beautiful world of the Lightning Network. Enjoy, Enjoy the, the ride. ride. This is episode 88 of Connect the World. Uh, this show is made possible by BL3P, uh, the European Bitcoin exchange based in the Netherlands. Uh, thank you guys for helping us to continue with our mission. 
And if you also want to help out with our mission, then follow us on Twitter, subscribe at our YouTube. And if you have any questions at all, then um, become a part of our community and uh, see us in the Telegram group where you can ask us anything. And of course, you can also donate using the donation bot there. Let's continue. Conecta el mundo. Well, welcome, Brandon. Good to have you yeah, in the show. Yeah, Brandon, welcome. Okay. <laughs> hey, guys, Satoshi good to be Nakamoto. here. <laughs> Those were tricky questions, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there were some tricky ones in there for sure. <laughs> you can't say I, I, I didn't warn you, right? <laughs> oh, you did. You did. I just wasn't ready. I still wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Steph, what is a boricua? A boricua, that's, yeah, I, I think that's, um, I, I looked it up at, at the internet and a boricua is uh, a native uh, uh, or port of Puerto Rico or a person ah, okay. of Puerto Rican descent. Because I saw uh, Brandon uh, think was he was doubting, right? Bocor- he was Boracu- doubting. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was doubting. And I'm right. I, I'm not a I'm not a Boracuda, so uh, yeah. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> and you said awesome. that uh, Inter Miami won't win the final. I mean, oh, yeah. Messi is, is is such on a roll, man. How can you say this? <laughs> yes, because I'm actually from Nashville, and they play Nashville ah. this weekend. So I got to ah. rep the home team. But ah, uh, it's a big okay, game. Okay. Okay, okay, cool, cool. But uh, do you really think think you make a chance against the team? Uh, because, yeah, they 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 pulled. Do up I think we have a, We have a chance. Okay, we have a chance. Do I think that it's likely that we win? Honestly, no. But I can't wait to see it. Uh, Zimmerman is the center back for uh, uh, Nashville FC. He's also the center back for the U.S. national team. So all Americans love a good uh, Zimmerman versus Messi matchup. It should be good. Yeah. Yeah, cool, man. But it's it's crazy what they did, right? I mean, uh, yeah, I'm a big Barcelona fan. I think Barcelona is my second favorite football team. And uh, when I saw, uh, I think it was um, Messi first, right? And then uh, uh, Busquets came and Alba came. And, and and I saw the happiness because, you know, Messi played for uh, Paris Saint-Germain here in, in Europe. And um, yeah, he, he wasn't happy at all, you know? I mean, I think yeah. he, made the, he made the great buck, but he, he has money enough. I mean... Uh, and then now I, I see him play in Miami and, and yeah, to be honest and, and not to be rude, but um, yeah, the, the, the U.S. competition is not the, the, the hardest competition of, of the world. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, no, but you, you can see him smile again. I mean, he's so, he's so yeah. happy, it seems. So I really, yeah, I'm really happy to see him smile. Yeah, well, you know, what's also super interesting about it is the deal he took, uh, he gets partial ownership in the team. Uh, as part of the deal. And I think that that's one of those things that could just transform the the face of sports, right? This yeah. is kind of the first yeah. time you've really seen a superstar have equity in the team that he's playing for and kind of have that extra incentive layer. So I think it's fascinating. Yeah, and my, that's I, I mean, yeah. Miami is, is, a, is a great, uh, is a, is a, is a great uh, city and uh, Florida is a great state and, you know, and, and he brought his, 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 his homemates. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I can imagine that he's, he's happy and I'm so happy I, he, he doesn't, or he hasn't um, um, choose the, a, a adventure in the, in the desert, right? With all the other big stars going to uh, the, yeah, I, I don't even know the, the, the clubs they're signing, but uh, yeah, really love uh, yeah. love to see him play uh, in, uh, in Neymar. The US. 
Neymar, Neymar man. just signed there today. Yeah. yeah. It's so crazy, man. It's so crazy. I'm, I'm still waiting for the call, but uh, I, don't, I don't know if they have my, my phone on. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and then you're hey, going you're to the desert. Saudi Arabia, you know, uh, uh, 500 mil. That's all it takes. Oh, I'm really cheap. I'm really cheap. <laughs> then you're connecting the world there. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, you said oh, Bitcoin will also be used by non-human species. That's very interesting. Uh, what's your take on that? Yeah, really, you know, my mind goes two places with that. Number one, uh, back in the day, I wrote kind of a, a meme, uh, not to be taken seriously, article about aliens and, and Bitcoin, which now feels more relevant nowadays where, you know, aliens and, and UFOs are part of the mainstream discourse. But uh, I do think there's something to be said about, you know, just uh, uh, if another species that was intelligent were to interact with us, they sure as heck aren't going to use the US dollar or the euro, right? Like they're going to be using some form of transaction that is at least neutral uh, and not manipulated by us. So I think Bitcoin could definitely fit there. The other piece of that is AI, right? Like uh, I think that there's a decent chance that you could see alignment between humans and, and AI via a shared mechanism of value. Uh, and Bitcoin yeah. is the most obvious yeah. uh, mechanism there. That really is an interesting subject for the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, and um, you said um, it is because of Pizza Day that uh, you love pizzas, right? Um, of course. But, uh, would you buy the pizzas for the same amount Laszlo did? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They gotta oh, be really good in, pizzas. Yeah. In, in <laughs> other words, are you more of a hodler than uh, using it as a medium of exchange, right? Good question. I am. <laughs> so actually, I have two thoughts about this. I, I really like the idea of the stack and replace. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, I, I think that that's great. Uh, right. Yeah. Spin and replace. And then, uh, uh, yeah, stack and replace too. Uh, yeah. you know, uh, That's right. I also would love to do a world in which uh, uh, basically when I pay for things in dollars uh, as much like as possible, what actually happens is kind of a strike model where, yeah, I've got like some, some dollars sitting in my bank account, but it's still sent via Bitcoin. And so there's still like a, a Bitcoin transaction, a purchase that happens yeah. to kind of yeah. capture the economic value being sent. Yeah, 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 but yeah. The, you mean then the, the the thing that Strike is doing, um, or 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 don't you mean that uh, that type of uh, transaction? Yeah, no, I mean I think that Strike is basically doing that, but I'd like to see somehow it get implementation implemented fully into like point of sale, uh, yeah, where yeah. just you know every dollar transaction I'm doing is truly just a Bitcoin transaction. Yeah, with, like. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like like uh, fiat banks have also some fiat banks that if you pay with your card, then you also uh, pay an amount to your uh, savings account. But of mm -hmm. course, it would be interesting, more interesting, if it's more uh, yeah uh, used to uh, to use with Bitcoin, right? Mm, so totally, then uh, totally. you have a savings account on Bitcoin. Um, yeah, that's that's more logical. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Interesting, interesting. interesting. <laughs> hey, what, what is your role at um, at BTC Inc., uh, Brandon? What, what, let's start with your background because you have a totally different background, right? And what, what did you what what brought you into Bitcoin and working into yeah. Bitcoin? Yeah, it's a good question. So I went to Bama. Uh, I I worked for BTC right out of college, but I went to Bama and David Bailey, who's the CEO and founder of uh, yeah. BTC Inc., uh, was also there. He was four years older than me. I kind of knew of him. Uh, I had a free summer and I'm a chemical engineering background, which is what you were alluding to. I, you know, I graduated with chemical engineering 
Uh, and I was supposed to work at Anheuser-Busch uh, as a, a master brewer trainee. So I was going to learn how to brew beer. But I had a free summer and I was like, all right, I'm not the kind of person who would just sit around for a summer. So I hit up David and I was like, hey, you need someone to like move boxes? I don't know anything about this Bitcoin thing. Uh, and he was like, yeah, we got some boxes to move. Like, come on over. And, you know, the rest is history. So I've been Amazing working. Amazing uh, story. For like six and a half years now, yeah, it's pretty wild. Crazy. And and is there is there are there some similarities um, then between the, the the studies you did and and the work in Bitcoin now, or is is there, yeah, yeah, it's a good question. So you know, uh, uh, kind of tying this also to the Einstein side, right? Like I think mm. that there's two things that really get you into Bitcoin. One is to have like a a mental framework of how you take in and understand information, right? And so, you know, I think that chemical engineering did a really good job of just like setting that framework in my mind of like, here's how I can actually learn and understand new concepts when they're not being spoon fed to me. And then the second piece of it is you need to be disagreeable enough. Like you need to be willing to disagree with someone of authority who is telling you uh, something the opposite of what you find to be true. And so uh, uh, really those two kind of aspects melded together really well to, to kind of set me on the path of Bitcoin. Uh, and of course, you know, some great mentorship from, from the David Bailey's of the world. Yeah. Great. Great story, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really Thank uncommon, you. but, uh, but I, yeah, somehow the, the orange pill got you uh, really bad. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> in a good way. In a, go in a good way. In a good way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be clear. Okay. Hey, man, uh, yeah. Let's talk about uh, BTC Inc. And, and the Bitcoin conference you guys are organizing in Amsterdam again. We are really loving it, obviously. Um, but it has to be in the 21 minutes, Brandon. So if you uh, are ready, we would really love to enter that part. Yeah, absolutely. Let's All do right, it. let's do it. Connetti il mondo. Yeah, well, uh, what is your role uh, at, uh, to this day at uh, BTC Inc. and for the conferences uh, that uh, they organize? Yeah, so I'm actually the head of the event. So uh, I kind of oversee the whole team that puts on the event uh, from programming to sales to production, etc. Uh, I also function as the chief of staff of the company. So I'm David's kind of right hand um, doing all sorts yeah. of little things. Cool. And are those all conferences? So Miami and, uh, and also Amsterdam? Correct. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And awesome. are you guys planning to expand it to other regions also? <laughs> we are. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're thinking of a couple different models of, of kind of looking at it. Number one. Uh, somewhere in the Spanish speaking language region, I think is going to yeah. be super valuable, uh, especially with obviously El Salvador, but now you've got the president of Argentina, uh, the future president potentially of Argentina, uh, Javier Malay, who's coming out, uh, uh, really strongly pro Bitcoin. Uh, and, you know, with Ricardo Salinas, who runs kind of the largest media conglomerate in Mexico, that's kind of three different distinct Spanish speaking regions who are very far along the track of, of kind of being a, a Bitcoin nation. So uh, we see opportunity there. Asia uh, and China, especially, you know, it's kind of not talked about a lot, but China is actually coming back around to Bitcoin in an interesting way. Yeah. And I think as, you know, geopolitically things continue to complicate and international, you know, transactions continue to get a little bit more fraught, uh, I think that Bitcoin will start to play maybe the most minor, but a minor role in uh, uh, kind of how international transactions happen. So having that East and West foothold uh, makes yeah, a lot of sense yeah. to us. 
Yeah. And to extend to that, because the Bitcoin Miami conference has become bigger and bigger each year. And we also, yeah, we hope to see that also in Amsterdam, obviously. Last year was the, was the very first edition. It was a great success, if you ask me. Um, but in your view, what, what you. impact does the, the Bitcoin conference have on the, on the wider adoption and occasion of Bitcoin? And also talking about those um, Spanish language uh, um, uh, countries, obviously. Um, how does this, and also how does this align with your personal vision uh, for Bitcoin? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, we see the conference as a vehicle for hyper-Bitcoinization, right? Like our goal is both for the conference to bring people along in their own journey with Bitcoin, right? Like something I like to tell the team is uh, uh, we should be meeting people wherever they are on their Bitcoin journey, whether they are, they've never even heard of it to like, they're just getting started to they're the foremost expert. And our goal should be meet them where they are, and bring them one step further uh, along their path. And if we can do that, then we're a success just in and of itself. And then the other part of it, though, is that the, the conference itself is an economic entity, right? And so, you know, what, what was really cool with Miami, is, especially, is we were able to partner with the city and with Mayor Suarez uh, and, you know, actually do things in the city that uh, uh, increased adoption. So like Mayor Suarez, for instance, uh, allowed all government employees of the city to take their salary in Bitcoin. He took his own salary in Bitcoin. He uh, worked on having, you know, Miami have like a Bitcoin holding in and of itself as a city. So like that kind of, and then also DeSantis, who's the governor of the state, you know, uh, uh, we were talking to him a lot about Bitcoin and he got interested in Bitcoin partially because our conference was there. And so, uh, uh, you know, using that as a vehicle for hyper-Bitcoinization too has been something that we really tried to work really hard on. So we hope to continue both in Amsterdam and in Nashville as well. Yeah, yeah. So not not only during the conferences, but but also afterwards. And it, it, is, uh, is this also something. one of the reasons that you guys moved then to to Texas next next year to to just yeah, um, Orange Pill, another state, for, for instance. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Nashville, Tennessee, not Texas. Oh, uh, sorry, Nashville. Sorry, So, yeah, no. The part of the reason we did it, yes, was to try and build new relationships with a new place and have a similar relationship with what we did in Miami. So, uh, you know, the the city of Nashville, obviously, it's kind of my home, so I'm a little biased, but it's also Bitcoin Magazine's headquarters, uh, and so you know they've been very receptive over the years to talking to us, exploring things. So we're like, all right. Let's bring the conference there. Let's orange pill the city. Let's get the state excited about Bitcoin. Let's make sure that all the laws, you know, around the, the city and state are pro Bitcoin and inviting the the kind of the industry into the the uh, you know jurisdiction. And yeah, let's let's keep spreading this thing. Cool. And uh, if we talk about the upcoming uh, conference in Amsterdam, can you elaborate a little bit uh, about the educational components of uh, the conference? Because that's uh, yeah what we uh, liked a lot. Um, what opportunities will uh, attendees have to learn more about Bitcoin? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we, we kind of, in Amsterdam, we take three different stages with three different approaches, right? So we've got kind of the main stage, that's your GA audience. We're going to hit the basics. We're going to see how Bitcoin interacts with culture. Uh, and, you know, that's really, especially for like 101 level content, right? And then uh, uh, we have kind of the second stage, which is really the 201 level. Can we get like a little bit more technical? Can we talk through some of the challenges currently in Bitcoin? Can we talk through uh, some of the the new things coming between uh, you know side chains, layered scaling, ordinals, yeah. etc., uh, uh, where we're seeing you know a lot of movement, a lot of activity, 
And then uh, uh, we have the workshop stage. And that's really where people can present new ideas, the most technical content, uh, uh, you know, especially lightning adoption. And, and uh, you know, those kind of topics are, are really well suited for that workshop presentation style uh, yeah. stage. And so we try and find kind of content wherever someone is on their journey and, and be able to connect with them. Yeah, we did we did a workshop uh, last year and it, it was a great yeah. success. But I hope you guys uh, booked a bigger venue because <laughs> the, the place <laughs> the place was was packed. Uh, well, I, I'm I'm not going to say all the time and maybe also not during our workshop. It was it was uh, pretty uh, busy, but especially when Ben Ark uh, was on on stage, you know, uh, with his Ellen Bates uh, workshop. I mean, uh, there wasn't enough room to fit all the people in. So uh, I hope you switch. Yeah, where the you lockers switch, were, right? You switch with another, yeah, well, even better in the lockers also. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was great to see. He, he yeah, put we, some things there and there people could really touch and build uh, uh, themselves. And it's just to, to tease people to, uh, yeah, to, to uh, work with it, right? So uh, yeah. that's, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're getting creative on, on how we can make sure we're in the same venue this year. So we've got to figure out how to awesome. be able to, to bring yeah, in some more course. folks and, and get, uh, uh, <laughs> especially the workshop stage. You're right. was, was pretty, yeah. pretty busy the whole time. So, yeah. uh, we've got some ideas though. Yeah. I think for the European, um, at, attendees, uh, they really like, uh, the workshop, uh, stage. Yeah. Yeah. But the yeah. whole venue is, 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 so, of course, so nice, it's, it's, so it's, nice. uh, it's my favorite out, out of this world, yeah. right? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> and all the aliens can come. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, and Brandon, is it difficult to organize an event like this in, in a bear market? Um, I was, I was thinking. Yeah, you know, there there are certain things that make it more difficult and there are certain things that actually make it a lot better. So, you know, one of the things about doing an event in the bull market is you get a lot of the tourists is what we kind of call them in, internally, right? It's the people who, yeah, I've heard about Bitcoin. You know, I I bought a little bit earlier this year. I plan on selling, you know, at, at the top and, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. making my quick buck, right? Uh, those people are all not going to come to a bear market event. Instead, what you get are you get the people who are like fully invested. Uh, they want like they're coming on a mission. Like they either they're going to, you know, find their next partner. They're going to find investors for whatever they're building. They're going to, uh, you know, build deals. They're going to learn something that they really want to come learn. Or they're going to reconnect with the friends and, you know, their fellow Bitcoiners who they just want to see and, and uh, you know, commiserate the bear market yeah, with a little yeah, bit, yeah. right? Like it, it's just a, it's a good environment. So you know, we it tend is. to find that like the bear markets are the most magical events that we throw, uh, because it's just all the right people and all the noise is gone. Uh, and it, it, it feels really great. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And what are the biggest changes, uh, for the Amsterdam conference this year? Uh, what can we tell our listeners? Because a lot of our listeners went there. What can they as expect this year to be uh, the biggest change? Perhaps you have a scoop. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, uh, uh, certainly uh, with Ed Snowden as a speaker, yeah. we're taking a very privacy focused, uh, uh, you know, track, especially mm -hmm. with Mika, you know, that's kind of this nice yeah. little um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. uh, juxtaposition. And so, you know, I think that there's going to be a lot more um, technical conversations, a lot more privacy focused conversations. And, you know, really the... Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but Bitcoin Amsterdam 2022 was right before the FTX blow up yeah, and yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. like the true yeah, right. doldrums of the bear market. And so there's also just, you know, there's been a lot of blowback that's happened uh, to the yeah. industry in a lot of 
you know, needing to rebuild bridges uh, to kind of the external world for Bitcoin. So we'll be trying to accomplish a little bit of that, you know, our little piece that we can kind of do in terms of connecting to uh, uh, some regulators, some outside world kind of folks and, and really bringing, bringing a better face to Bitcoin than uh, what, what existed up until now. Yeah. And then how do you go about selecting and inviting the speakers for, for, for the conference? What criteria must, must they meet? I mean, Snowden obviously is, is, is very, um, yeah, uh, logical to, to invite, but uh, yeah, what, what criteria does the other speakers have to, uh, to meet? Yeah. So, you know, uh, our programming team kind of sifts through all of the speaker applications. The, the broad things we look for, number one, obviously they have to be there to talk about Bitcoin, right? Uh, they're not there to talk about some other crypto or, or whatever. <laughs> uh, uh, number two, like we want to see that they've done something interesting over the past, uh, in this case, like over the past year, since we kind of last convened, you know, what's, what's new, what have you been building? What have you been working on? Uh, is it a new idea that you're trying to present, et cetera? Uh, and then, you know, lastly, there's the element of, you know, is this relevant to our audience currently? And like, will people be excited about it? Uh, and like, you know, do you think we can fill out whatever stage kind of with, with the content. So, uh, you know, I wish that there was kind of a, a more concrete uh, a rubric that we could kind of grade on, but a lot of it is, is kind of being plugged into the community, uh, uh, understanding what's hot, what's interesting right now, uh, and just making sure that we're kind of tracking on it uh, and, and going with our gut a little bit. So that's what it looks like. Yeah. So if, if we're talking about what's interesting now, what's hot, then I think there will be a lot uh, more about Nostr this, this year, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, be because you're talking about privacy, then decentralization and Edward Snowden popping up on Nostr, that was a big thing this year. So uh, Absolutely, curious yeah. about uh, some extra Nostr uh, uh, content. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you go to our speaker page right now, I think yeah. we've got a couple folks uh, uh, from the Noster world already up there and confirmed. A couple more that we haven't put up there yet. So Noster is definitely going to be uh, a topic of, of interest. Not to mention, you know, Alex McShane, who who runs our programming, uh, is very plugged into the Noster world. He he helped awesome. uh, program the Noster Rica uh, in Costa Rica earlier this year. Uh, and yeah, you know, he's He's all in. So, so we're very tapped into Noster for sure. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. Bef because the day before the conference, we also organize an, a Noster, Noster Dam uh, meetup uh, at, uh, at Bry, um, where we were also uh, last year. And there uh, will be a lot of people also uh, present. So I think uh, that's, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's a great um, uh, topic to, uh, to talk about. And uh, if you, uh, think about engaging with the audience, uh, physical and also uh, uh, those who are watching online. Um, how do mm -hmm. you ensure they get the most out of the conference? That's a good question. So, you know, part of it is, and this is what I feel like we always do the worst job of, right? Is like trying to give people the most holistic picture possible of what's going to happen at the event. And it just requires a ton of communication, a ton of like, you need to know that we're doing this, like get the agenda up as soon as possible. Yeah. Make sure we're highlighting all of the, the you know, things that are going on, uh, uh, highlight all the companies that are going to be there. I mean, there's just so many things uh, uh, and everyone's there for different reasons too, right? You know, some people are coming because they really want a job and like, this is a great place to go meet, you know, the company you're going to work for. 
some people want to come there just to grab a beer and, and chill and, and see their friends, you know, and, and then you see like everyone <laughs> yeah. in between. Right. Uh, uh, you know, that's, I love grabbing the beer and, and chill with the friends. So, right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, uh, uh, it's really trying to tap into those different, uh, kind of buckets of reasons that people are there and, and making sure that like we're amplifying the message around each of those. Uh, and if we can do that successfully, then, you know, I think people will be pretty excited. Yeah, and you once said that you you are aiming to make the event a combination of the Woodstock, the the event CES, uh, the tech event CES, and a political uh, convention. How close do you think you are to realizing this vision, or are we there uh, already? <laughs> yeah, so I would say you know the one that's been in Miami and, and is now in Nashville. I think that we're very much on track there. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's turning into something special for sure. I think Amsterdam year one uh, uh, was very special, but it definitely tracked more on like the Woodstock kind of vibe, which is great. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, I think that that's, yeah, that's where you want to start. Um, and so really our goal is to keep the magic of kind of that community driven event uh, where, you know, you're not pressured. You're really just there to have a good time. Right. And then also fold in the industry, make sure the industry is, is kind of nurturing the European Bitcoin community uh, uh, that we're building products there, that we're pushing back against uh, uh, bad regulation and, and kind of bad policy. And then, uh, you know, that we're creating like a friendly environment for people to be Bitcoiners in Europe, right? And then, you know, the third part will come as an artifact of that. Like once the industry is there, once the community is there, then, you know, that political side, like why are we Bitcoiners, right? will really start to crystallize and, and you know, help build the movement. Yeah, yeah, indeed. And can you share more about uh, any partnerships or collaborations that are the most important for the success of the conference? And I think uh, those differ from Miami to Amsterdam. So it, it it is local, of course. Yeah, you know, I would say that like the most exciting or important ones for me, right? I mean, we're American, right? So, so yeah. in some ways, we've got our network, we've got our audience, but uh, we're coming into your home, right? And so... Uh, the community partnerships are super important to me. And like, they're the most meaningful, I think. Being able to get the meetup groups, the podcasts, you know, the people who are really the leaders of the European Bitcoin scene uh, uh, to come together at the event. Uh, that's really the, that's, that's how we, we are successful. It's how we become successful is, is, you know, getting those people involved, creating the platform for them to use, right? Like it's about you guys being able to use the conference uh, uh, and build what you're doing, uh, and us just kind of being a, a piece of your story, right? Like that's, that's how we succeed. Uh, and then, you know, uh, uh, making sure that the companies that are European and focus on Europeans, that they're all there too. Uh, I would say that that's, that's how I think about it. And Shell, Shell is a, is a Dutch company, right? So they were sponsoring yeah. uh, the, the Miami event. Are yeah. they also sponsoring the Amsterdam Solid. edition or, uh... You know, they, they're not confirmed as of right now. Uh, they We haven't talked to them about it. Uh, they should the trick a royal is, shell. It's a royal. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, the, the trick is, um, you know, they are focused right now on the mining side of yeah, things, specifically oil, right? with Im yeah, yeah immersion yeah. cooling oil. And so they're looking to talk to miners. And uh, we got to build out, you know, more miners in Europe. And that's going to be the <laughs> yeah, thing that really gets shell Yeah, involved. but we yeah. have very high energy prices, man. It's not affordable here. It's so, it's, oh, it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> Maybe in the, you got in the tons north of, of Europe. Yeah, you got tons of offshore wind and like, you know. Yeah, that's uh, right. 
I don't, I don't know how much, you know, the, the intricacies and kind of the difficulties of intermittent, you know, uh, energy play in, in, you know, uh, duck curve kind of, uh, uh, curtailment issues, et cetera, uh, with, with wind. I don't know how that's currently solved right Shell, now. So Shell, maybe Shell, a has, Shell has a, a, a big wind, uh, windmill parks, uh, offshore here with a lot of yeah, excess energy. And the, the, the stupid thing is we have one, uh, I have one guy in the, in the community who's working for Shell and he was proposing Shell to adopt to, well, implement Bitcoin miners to uh, make use of that excess um, energy. But, well, they, they weren't that uh, positive about it. So that's, <laughs> I think we, we still have uh, some work to do here. Because they're just losing money, right? I mean, they can just mine right. sets for free. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> so, 100%. Uh, well, maybe we'll maybe we can... Like- yeah. It, like eventually they will because the incentives are aligned, right? Like they're choosing not to make more money by just mining with excess electricity. So it's just a matter of time. They can't just choose not to make more money forever. No, no. That, that's not their, not their job. So yeah. Yeah, that's, that's correct. And considering Bitcoin's ethos of the de- decentralization and open access, how do you ensure that the conference is financially accessible to a, to a wide audience? Yeah, so, you know, the two biggest ways we do that, number one, is uh, uh, student tickets. You know, if you're a student, uh, you're not making a lot of money right now. Uh, we have, like, a, a very cheap uh, reduced ticket for, for all students. And then secondly is the open source, kind of our proof of work, right? So uh, if you are an open source contributor, and we've got a list of different open source projects, uh, uh, you get a free ticket. So you just have to show us, like, your contribution, your GitHub, uh, uh, prove, prove that you've been, you know, working and, and helping build Bitcoin and you get in for free. Like we want to support you. And then, you know, outside of that, we never want cost, uh, to be a reason why someone doesn't come to the event. So if, if cost is prohibitive, reach out to us and we'll make something happen for you. Cool. Cool. I think awesome. that's, that's nice that you say, was it also the case in the previous, uh, editions? Because, uh, I know a lot of people who are working on Bitcoin and I don't think they know uh, this, uh, um, yeah this thing yeah it's it's a good question it's something that we really leaned into and created for the first time for bitcoin 2023 and so it's something that we're now re-implementing for bitcoin amsterdam it was hugely successful for 2023 we had a ton of people come through the program uh and now we're just trying to get the word out about it for for amsterdam so you know folks yeah throw them our way and we'll make sure that we uh we get them involved Cool, cool, nice. We will do that. Yeah, we have a lot Absolutely. of uh, people, so I hope you have yeah. you have enough tickets uh, to get. Oh away. yeah, oh yeah. Bring them on. Bring them on. <laughs> cool. Maybe it's nice to also um, talk. Uh, well, uh, I think uh, the time is running up, but uh, you also wrote an article uh, in Bitcoin Magazine not so long ago about building back Bitcoin in 2023, and also about the bear market. Um, for those who are new to Bitcoin or have been uh, sitting on the sidelines, uh, what is the most impactful step uh, they can take right now to, uh, like you said, it, uh, enter the arena and contribute to Bitcoin's future? Yeah, well, you know, uh, first of all, come to the conference, right? Like, get involved, <laughs> show up, right? You got to show up, you got to get your hands dirty, build with us. And uh, if you do that, oh my gosh, this ticking is really intense. Like, <laughs> if you do that, if you come get involved, like uh, you will find opportunity uh, because all of the companies, everyone's there. Uh, uh, your next founder's there. Your next investor's there. Uh, come get involved. Come build the relationships and it'll pay dividends for your future. 
Cool. Well, that's it's all that's about a, relationships. It's it a is. nice ending to this uh, to this yeah. 21 minutes, uh, Brandon. And there's the gong. There's the gong. <laughs> Perfect, man. It was Thanks. a nice article, uh, by by the way, Brandon, because you Thank also you. write so articles. Much. It's nice yeah. to uh, to mention. Appreciate it. All that. right. Well, we had a lot of more questions. Uh, I see great ones about hyper Bitcoinization. Perhaps after the conference, then uh, <laughs> it will yeah, work. Yeah, let's and, do it again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll, do, be we'll do it. <laughs> Conecta el mundo. Yeah, we have one question left for you, Brandon. We, we're going to play lightning bingo. Uh, you may choose um, from one of the three questions we prepared for you. Um, one is from Herman Vivier. He's from Bitcoin Ekasi. One is from Alex Gladstein. Well, he's from the Human Rights Foundation. And one is from Ariel Edelsnor, and he's from Mi Primer Bitcoin. And you may choose Primera. only one. Primer. Mi Primer. Yeah, it's the <laughs> Spanish pronunciation. Espanol. Right? Yeah. <laughs> So Herman uh, Vivier, do... Alex Gladstein, or Aron Edelsnor? Let's do Mr. Vivier. Okay, Vivier. Herman Vivier. All right. Here it comes. Hi there, my name is Herman from Bitcoin Ekasi, and my Bitcoin lightning question for you is, what is the smallest lightning transaction that you've ever made that had a real-world purpose? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I would say I have actually bought a cup of coffee uh, using Lightning. It was at our like 2021 event, actually, I think. Uh, and I think I paid maybe like three or four bucks for it. Perfect. That that will be a really, really um, uh, expensive coffee in the future, uh, Brandon. Yeah. I, hope, I hope you spend and replace, my man. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Spend and replace. And, uh, uh, it's not going to be another pizza story, I can no, tell you that. No, I would say, yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks, man. Okay, we can uh, we can give a prize away, uh, people. We can uh, give away oh, yeah. uh, one uh, general admission ticket uh, to Bitcoin Amsterdam. And what do the people need to do to win, uh, Edward? Uh, thanks, Brandon, for giving the prize away, first of all, of course, and the whole team from uh, BTC. Uh, what do people need to do? Well, uh, share your best picture of one of the previous Bitcoin conferences. Could be Bitcoin Amsterdam last year or Miami, if you've been there. Uh, and use our, our handle, uh, CTV, uh, CTW underscore uh, podcast and uh, the Bitcoin Conf uh, handle. Um, and Bitcoin uh, Europe has also a handle, so you can also throw that in. It doesn't matter if you do that uh, and like and retweet it. Then, uh, and, it, and, it, and it may be an anonymous one, right? I yeah, mean, you can yeah. just be anonymous on the picture but of it has course. to be a nice picture from one of the conferences you attended <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay okay <laughs> awesome. thanks okay brandon thanks for your time mate where, where, where can people follow thanks you again. Brandon? yeah they can follow me on twitter at, at brand btc uh i'm not going to try and chill my noster pub so uh <laughs> we'll be here for do a while do you have a so. nipo five or uh no, no, I, uh, I'm, I'm a simple guy, so mostly I'm okay. just on Twitter. Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, thanks again. And thanks Thank for guys. listening, and thanks to all members participating in Satoshi Radio Rings of Fire, and of course, thanks to everyone helping uh, to connect the world with us. And if you like our content, then please support our mission and visit our website, connecttheworld.live, where you can also donate and subscribe, like, and share our content on your favorite platform. So we need you to complete our mission, connect the world. So keep those nodes running, sets flowing and rings burning. And see you all next week. And of course, at the conference. 
um, at this same Lightning channel. Arrivederci. Tot ziens. Yeah,